Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is brought to you in collaboration with Max Factor. Hello, hi, and welcome to The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and it's my pleasure, my absolute pleasure, to welcome Wendy Rowe, world-famous makeup artist, onto the podcast. Wendy is one of the biggest names in beauty. She is an, uh, an in-demand MUA, and she's also the global makeup artist and creative director for Max Factor, and has teamed up with them to create a new collection of products. Now, Max Factor is probably one of the first makeup brands I ever spent my money on. And when I think about Max Factor, I think about that heritage, that Hollywood's golden age and pure, unadulterated glamour. And Max Factor was actually known for creating the signature looks of some of Hollywood's most enduring icons. Think Jean Harlow, Ava Gardner, Marlena Dietrich. And creating a range with his name on it put his philosophy of any woman can be glamorous given the right tools into practice. And then we have a lovely Wendy who has over 20 years experience as a makeup artist working with leading fashion and beauty publications including Vogue, the UK, Italian, French, American, Japanese, Russian, Chinese and German editions if you please, ID, Allure, InStyle and Elle and has worked with so many A-listers including Elle McPherson, Ava Green, Cameron Diaz, Giselle and Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. She's also a published author with her book Eat Beautiful which is filled with easy and delicious recipes, invaluable beauty advice and very simple but effective beauty tips. So clearly, we had a lot to talk about when we got together. And in this conversation, we talk about Wendy's career and going from hoofing around, getting experience in the industry back in the day, learning on the job and working every hour she could to become the go-to MUA for Hollywood's brightest stars. We talk about the lessons she's learned, the mistakes she has made, why being true to yourself is so vital when you find yourself in the orbit of celebrities all the time and what she has brought to the new Max Factor collection she's created. The links to Wendy and everything discussed can be found in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are listening to, streaming or downloading this episode. But for now, it's my pleasure to welcome Wendy Rowe onto The Emma Gunn Show. Wendy Rowe, I'm so glad to have you on The Emma Gunn Show. And I'm chuckling because we've had a good half hour of nattering. I know, lovely, already. <laughs> that conversation where it's like, I'll press record in a minute, but... <laughs> I've always got something to say. <laughs> you have, which is great. You make a great podcast guest. So we're getting to know you in this episode, so to speak. That's good. <laughs> and you are a makeup artist that obviously I've known about for many, many years. Although, as we, when we saw each other, we were like, I know you, but we haven't actually hung out. Do I know you? (laughs) That's what the the beauty world can be like sometimes. You're satellites and then all of a sudden you bump into each other. But you are here today in your capacity as the creative director and global makeup artist for Max Factor. You are also an international makeup artist travelling around the world, looking after the faces and the the shiny limbs (laughs) of of, uh, A-list royalty, and you are also a published author. I know, how did that happen? (laughs) Where did I fit all that in? I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say you wrote a book. (laughs) Yeah, let's find out. Um, So what I think would be really lovely to find out in this episode is to start with really how you got into the industry, because actually one of the questions I get most, and I'm sure you get this in your DMs and emails, is people asking, how do I get into the beauty industry? And it's quite a difficult question to answer because 
the beauty industry can be everything from makeup artist to writer to stylist to marketing to digital media. It's such a... Yeah, it's a broad broad um, kind of job spec at the moment. But I guess a lot of people uh, do want to be makeup artists. So where did it all start for you? Um, what I just liked, film, music and um, fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's all I was interested in. And um, couldn't sing. Wouldn't, didn't go to stage school, even though I really wanted to. <gasps> me really too, wanted to me too. I loved that, but of course, it's not comprehensive. Um, and um, wasn't tall enough to be a model. Clearly, everything else is all right. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so I just wanted something that encompassed that. I didn't know I could, you know, makeup artist wasn't an option when I was mm-hmm. at school. It wasn't something, you know, she fancied me in a makeup artist. No, I mean, it would have been like for TV or film, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'd done graphics. I'd done, um, you know, layouts and stuff. We used to work on lots of brands like Body Shop and Guerlain and stuff like that. So I'd do all these layouts. And um, my friend was a hairdresser. He was older than me, went to my school. He was gay, of course, drawn to that person like a moth to a flame. Because <laughs> uh, they you know, fun, exciting. And he lived in Paris and he said to me, why don't you become a makeup artist? Because he started doing hair in studios, what we call studio hair, which is a session work, mm-hmm. not in a salon. And he said, why don't you be a makeup artist? And we could go on trips. And I thought, oh, my God, that sounds lovely. <laughs> I mean, he's nice and easy. And I thought, yeah, I can. I might do that. Um, naive as I was. <laughs> but it was great, actually, because um, otherwise I might have been a bit scared. So I put myself back through college and... Um, I'd only done it for six weeks. I'd done a hair and makeup course because you had to do both mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and then I moved to Paris and lived with him for three months and worked as an assistant and let them, got the models to let me do their makeup for the evening. <laughs> I mean, I've done some, <laughs> some looks. Um, yeah, and, and that's that how, looks yeah, L-E-W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it started. You know, um, I've done everything. I've done everything and anything for no money. And, uh, yeah, and it just went on. And uh, I met people on the way and stuff like that. Hmm. I think that's really interesting because <laughs> <laughs> almost nowadays you think you've got to have a plan you've got to have a qualification you've got to have this you've got to have that but it was just you kind of just threw yourself at the mercy yeah. of it and went with the flow i mean i just knew i wasn't gonna fail mm. that was oh, i mean why uh, because i'm i i was always into sports so i'm quite um a team kind of player and i like winning <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's a bit like not being defeated. This is not going to defeat me. Even mm. when I lived in Paris at uh, 21, I hated it. I fell out with my friend, and um, I couldn't speak French. But I thought I'm not going home because I said I'm going to be here three months. <laughs> so here I will stay. I will tough things out until right. it, it becomes right. Um, you know, when I first started doing makeup, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was, you know, I was winging it. Mm. Um, I had a girl's world at home. Nothing ever looked like it did on the box, you know. Um, but I was just a bit like, I just, I'd made most mistakes, but it's about all the mistakes. You need to make them and then fix them. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes you a great makeup artist. If I was brilliant from the off, then I don't know, it's going to knock you further down the line. You need to make mistakes. Isn't that just a great mantra for life? Yeah. Like, it's so, like, if you think about lots of Hollywood movies, it's the person who had the natural talent and goes on to have this meteoric rise. But they were always going to. They had the natural talent. Yeah. But actually, the person who grafts, make mistakes, goes, oh, yeah, I screwed that up. Yeah. How do I fix it? How it does do the fi- work. Yeah, how do I fix it? How do I make it better? And how do I, what, you know, you become a solution solver, I think, as a makeup artist. Mm. You, you get... Um, also, it's very a weird. A problem solver. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's a very weird job because obviously as I became, I got an agent, that was a step. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then this agent would just send you off to places, you know, maybe it be in England or abroad, and you just go. It's quite, bear in mind, there was no internet. Mm-hmm. There was no emails or phones. It was quite a, like a, 
a weird you have to have trust mm. and be quite confident because you know it's not like I'll just phone up and get an Uber and go home because I don't like it yeah. I mean, there's none of that it's not going to happen so yeah it's, it's quite vulnerable um yeah, I don't know why I got to that point. Sorry. Mm. No, no, just drifted right. off. No, no, um, I, I like a drift off. Mm. So it was just a case of, I mean, you mentioned actually earlier you did a lot for free. And I do oh, want yeah. to touch on that just because I do think it's quite interesting for anyone learning from anyone who's in the position that you are in now, which is like oh. a huge star in the world of makeup okay, and beauty. Um, <laughs> like when, like learning to value yourself, I think is one of the most crucial, learning to value yourself and your craft mm. and your skill is probably one of the most important lessons you can learn as a creative, as a freelancer, well, in yeah. life generally, but yeah. obviously in this industry. Did you ever, if you weren't uh, being paid for things, yeah. how long did you put up with that before you were like, actually, I am worth something and this is why? Um, it didn't, uh, that didn't even actually cross my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not that I'm a rich kid, but hey, that would be nice, but... <laughs> um, but um, I, I wanted to be paid for things just so I could survive. Mm. It wasn't about um, being rich at all. Um, I liked doing things uh, that were creative and they normally didn't pay. And that would mean as much to me getting a tear in a magazine right. than it would getting 50 quid. Yeah. Do you know, it, was, it would just mean as much, mm-hmm. if not more, because I'm starting to build a portfolio. And that's, I started it because of, you know, I'd done it because of that. And I, I you know, I've done loads of different jobs. I mean, I've done loads of jobs just to survive. <laughs> you know, you just kind of like, you hustle. You can fi- figure it out. You can get through anything. Mm. You'd be surprised how, how, um, how good you are at like surviving you can get through anything mm. you just need to um be in the situation you you will survive you are people are people are quite i think these days are, are quite um uh everything's kind of quite sorted but um when the shit hits the fan you'll survive okay in any part of life and then when you did start yeah. adding value... <laughs> yeah, sorry. And no, then, no, uh, no. Then when I did, that's important too, but yeah, when you did um, start adding value... When... Um, God, I can't even remember. That, that's the funny thing, because it all became hand in hand. I suppose when I had my first one of my first contracts, that was like... That was like a regular amount of money, mm. which I hadn't had for years because it's like one week I might not earn anything or one month I might not earn anything and then I might earn quite a lot of money for two days. So it's very sporadic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're doing like magazines, editorial, which don't really pay anything. But you need that to get the money work. Mm-hmm. So it all mm-hmm. kind of comes hand in hand. <clears throat> God. You have to see the bigger picture. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, so yeah, it all comes together, and then 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 I would get to a point when I started working with bigger people, um, I would get really like anxious before I'd go to work. I'd get I'd do loads of research. I'd get really anxious. Um, <clears throat> one of the people are my friends now. But she used to really make me anxious. Am I good enough? You know, can I do this? I'm doing like, you know, Harper's Bazaar in America and da da da, or, or French folk, you know. And what happened, and I don't know when it happened, but suddenly that anxiety just went because I feel like I had the realization is I am good. I can take on anything, throw something at me. And obviously, as long as you don't want me to do a prosthetic mask, uh, like really quickly, it's not going to happen. Um, you know, but I'm confident enough to say, no, that won't work. Yes, it will. And I'm, re- I'm good at what I do. Yeah, I know I'm good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, that takes a long time to own, yeah. uh, to own up to that and to, um, and to know what your style is and be okay with it. Not trying to be, oh, they're doing well, I'll be like them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're doing well, I'll be like that. You just need to be you. Uh, which is sometimes difficult because you don't quite know what you are for a while. Do you know what I mean? God, you're a and, philosopher. And then, then it suddenly, you're like, oh, actually I'm a master of nodes. Oh, I'm good at that. You know, yeah. 
Um, I'm good at I'm good at making people look uh, beautiful, but you know, still keeping their character, which I love. Cause what a lovely thing to be able to do. Yeah, I, and I like doing that, and I like people. I like being around people. You know, say that, and then I sit out and watch telly. No, but I, I'm, I'm around people all the time. I do like people being around. And actually, you touched on something there that I'd like to unpick a little bit, which is about. Um, uh, don't be like someone else and don't if someone else is doing something don't try and uh, copy it which I think is a great rule like stay in your lane but equally one of the things that I think was said to me so many times I love times, that sorry that saying stay in your lane that's so American yeah so American. American. <laughs> I love it um I uh, used to be used to get said to me so much when I was working on magazines, particularly it's like read every magazine, read all the people who are doing what you're doing because that's how you'll yeah. know what's out there. And I and sometimes I think that's a really good thing to do, and sometimes yeah. I think it's really unhelpful because you you lose sight of your lane yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're all over the carriageway. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> I, but I think I think referencing is good. I do think. But you have to understand that you're never going to be that person. There might be something that just picked up on. Mm. Oh. And, and then you make it your, your own way. And I think anything creative from writing to drawing to, you know, um, photography or whatever, um, you kind of have a flow mm. when you work. And, um, and you just kind of like... If things just develop, I can't plan. I can have an idea, but I can't really plan that much what's going to happen. Mm. It just starts to happen. And mm. that's when you're in your, like, your kind of um, chi or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's the same with um, most creative things. So even if you really wanted to try it and copy, I don't think you could. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're a strong enough creative... I think uh, there are people that are very good at just copying, but you, I saw this, oh, you know, I love a quote. Um, as, uh, some, as someone put a quote on Instagram or something, and it was like, you know, you shouldn't worry about people copying you because you're the one with the secret ingredients, you're the one with the spice, and it's so true. Mm. You can tell someone your idea, but they're never going to know how, what, what what you bring to it will mm. always be something. Yeah. You know, and they're never going to know that. Yeah. Like Coca-Cola, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> or Colonel Sanders' secret, <laughs> yeah, secret yeah. spice recipe. The Mars. <laughs> yeah. um, if someone's listening to this who uh, wants to start out as a makeup artist, mm. what advice would you give them? Well, you know, they should ask that. <laughs> because I've just, on my YouTube... It's not out yet, but I have gone through this. It will be it's, out, potentially. The link will be in the show notes, Yeah, depending okay. on when you're okay. listening to this. Um, um, yeah, how to be a makeup artist. There are so many routes, mm. which I never had when I started. There is the, the route, like I've done, assist people. You know, go and assist and just um, go to all the model agencies, meet photographers and start testing and do that route. That's like the old school route that I've done because there wasn't an option. You can also go back to... Back in the day. Yeah, you, back in the day. When I, you carry a portfolio around. We carry a portfolio and a toolbox for my makeup mm -hmm. at the time. Oh, you always good, yeah. Which went, came out like concertinaed out, you know, very handy um, and heavy on the tube. And, uh, no, so there's that, there's schools you can go to, there's, um, there's one at Pinewood, which I probably might have done if I'd known about this, it's called Ivor, I think, and you, um... Link will be in the show notes, listeners. Yeah, it's, it, um, you do, you know, like, a bit of prosthetics and stuff like that, so it's really geared up for films, mm -hmm. um, but of course you're at Pinewood, so you're going to get to work with people or go on to films and I think probably that's where they've got their their makeup artist kind of structure is I think that's really exciting I think it's a year or so I know there's the London College of Printing oh not Printing of Fashion mm -hmm. and that is like a two year course don't know what you do for two years to be honest um, but uh, you know Good luck. Uh, I mean, I'd be bored out of my mind. But you wouldn't say it's just start a really beautiful Instagram feed and you'll or, get noticed. Oh, this is, sorry. Oh, there's the other other route, which is, um, you know, do an Instagram, you know, but the only point with that is you're just doing yourself. You're never going to learn anything. Mm. You know, just doing the same face all the time is not... Is, you know, it's nice that you can do great makeup and everything, 
But you, like I said, you need to have them pitfalls because when you get someone in your chair, you need to know every eventuality and how to fix it. You're not going to know that with you unless you've gone through, like, I don't know, like aged 50 years in a day, like got really bad acne, like got dry spots, been on maybe like a skin tablet that made all your face and lips fall off. You know, you know, had a black eye, broken up with a boyfriend, you know, your tears, puffy face, you know, there's things that you need to, you know, understand. And, and you're not going to know that just doing yourself. Yeah, if you're just working off the same canvas no. every day. No. Oh, that is Yeah, good because I always say to my assistants, to be a great makeup artist is not to do a pretty model. It's to do is to fix problems. Someone that's got really bad skin, make them look amazing. Someone that's old, make them look amazing. And that's when you know your craft. Because mm. you start to see the face, you know, and it's not about, well, I'll do a crease cut and that's like a mm. lighter eyelid with a socket line darker, just for people that don't know. Um, you know, and a little bit of a like a colourful, really colourful um eye. It's yeah, I mean, you know, it's nice to be able to do that and everything, mm. but it's not uh, its not what you're going to be doing, mm. you know. And to collaborate, you need to be under, under, understand how to collaborate. But I think it's good to watch techniques of people mm. and then try them out. But try them out on your nan, your mum, your sister, your friends, just everybody, you know. And then you'll go, well, that don't really work on my nan. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not going to work. That's... That's actually brilliant advice that I'd never even thought about. Yeah, just get yeah. as many faces in your hands yeah. as you can. Yeah, because you start to understand that. Because where I am now in my career, I can look at someone and I will reference them. I'll get lots of pictures of them, obviously, if they're famous or whatever. And I'll go, well, that doesn't work. That does work. This is, and then, and then I will see them, and I will make my judgment quite quickly. So they're not gone. Are the days of people sitting in the chair for an hour? That does not happen. You know, you work sometimes with a hairdresser. You can work quickly. People don't want to sit there for it's hours. It's three people working at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's a, and it the used to be, Yeah, I remember doing shoots, and I would always do my um, interviews. Well, not always, but a lot of the time during makeup because you couldn't do yeah. it during hair because of hair dry. But it would be she's going into hair first, and then there'd be the rollers on, and then she's going yeah, into makeup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, last two hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah, cool yeah. time at nine o'clock. Don't start shooting yeah, until, until one. Twelve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> no, uh, that no, doesn't happen. Don't. But now you'll be working around a hairdresser and a manicurist. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially if you're doing a red carpet, and especially if you're doing celebrities. Not so much with models. Mm. You can kind of change it out. But then, you know, you don't have to fix so much because they're a model. And that's yeah. why they are a model. And people go, oh, well, I'm pretty. Yeah, but they're a model because they're tall. They look great in clothes. And at every angle, mm. they look amazing. It's very rare to be like that. Mm. It's hard, you know. But that's why they're models. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd be a model. That's why, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can always see a model. If you see a girl walking down the street who yeah. is a model, like you'll be like, oh, that is a model. Yeah, because... and also, they know how to move their body. They, yeah. the, what, we, what we in the business call, she's a good worker. Like, she can work. Like, she'll know in front of the camera. Because if you get a model that's young or, or new and not very confident... Uh, then don't feel their body so that, that it's very stiff and they, it takes you ages to get a picture. But someone that's good at their craft, you can, like, really quick, you know. Oh. You, know you can get loads and loads of photos. Different looks, we say. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it does look glamorous from the outside. I think people would say that a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and it is in many it ways. It is. I mean, it's, it, it is. It is. <laughs> I struggled to come out. It is. Um, it's, you know what? It's a lot of freedom, I'll be mm. honest. There's a lot of freedom. And, you know, um, and you, you, you are your own boss. And so you reap what you sow, basically. Um, and... But also, there's a lot of travelling. Uh, it can be quite lonely. You can be quite disheartened if you start looking at Instagram mm. and seeing what someone's done. But remember, it's all smoke and mirrors. Um, someone's done and they're doing and you started. And, and you know, you can, you can go into a hole there. So, um, and, you know, you're on your own and, you know, you kind of, if you've got an agent, it's about them and you kind of plotting your career. And you can be with different people every day. So, you know, you need to be able to work in a team and quickly, mm, mm. you know. Uh, 
But there are great things. I mean, I've been to amazing places. I've worked with some fun people. We've had laugh a minute. And other times it's grueling and you think, oh, God, I just need to get home. <laughs> I often find that makeup artists are the best people to travel with because they know how to travel comfortably. Yeah. Because they've got the heaviest kit sometimes. Yes, yeah, true, it's true. Um, they know how to travel comfortably. So they've always got, like, if you ever travel with a makeup artist but and you travel a lot, buy the coat that they wear. Oh, right. Because they always know the coat that will kind of act as a duvet when oh, you're like, right. okay. I mean, you know what? And no matter how long I've been travelling, I still find packing like a bore. Mm. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You think, I'm on location, or are we in a studio, or let's try and find out. Oh, no, we're doing like four shoots. We're in a studio location out on a mountain, back on the, uh, you know, the beach. It's a bit like, ah. And no one cares what mm. I look like. And that's the worst things when they get all the hard behind the scenes <laughs> films. You think, oh no, not me. Yeah. Um, speaking of big, big old shoots, I I came into the industry after the sort of the golden era of the yeah, ten. So did I. <laughs> the ten day shoot in the Bahamas yeah. with Christy Turlington. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> to get a few pictures of her looking exquisite in a hammock, mm. but um, shoots can be quite when creative people come together and it works oh my goodness is that like you leave that shoot feeling oh something really amazing happened today yeah. like it all really really came together so can we talk about camaraderie on shoots yeah and can we also talk about how you can help that along like yeah. how do you go into a shoot to make it to sort of get it off on the best foot possible um well i do like to work with people that i've worked with i mean it can't always happen mm. but um I'm always quite up and chatty. Um, I don't believe Yeah, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, because I feel like, okay, we've got to get this going, you yeah. know, and I like music. Mm -hmm. have, you know, that's the, another good thing about doing makeup and hair. We have music, so we're not in an office where you can't have music. And, um, and I just think, you know, I like to keep it light, keep it funny, you know, talk about silly things like what's on telly and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I, I do a lot of that. Um, and just like funny, I've always been a good storyteller. I've always got a story about some disaster thing. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. That I've done, which is funny. <laughs> um, and I, I try and include everybody, you know. I mean, it's hard when we're doing hair and makeup, so it's just probably hair, um, the hairdresser, and the manicurist. Um, but I just try and keep the energy up and fun. Um, and I always, you know, when they're on set, I always say, you're looking great, because people don't, can't see mm -hmm. what's happening. And you need encouragement. And... Um, yeah, but when you're working with a great team of people, the energy is, like, full on. Is it about just letting everybody sort of have a... Just letting everybody do their own thing? Well, I think that, but but you need to be with the right people. Yeah. Um, because they say the hairdresser does something, you think, oh, man, I could do this. Not like, I need to do lots of makeup because I'm a makeup artist and it needs to be seen. <laughs> it's a bit like, no, I could do that. Or maybe I'll take that off. And then the photographer's like, and everything's just coming together. And you just, I get really excited 
And um, yeah, and then obviously you need to come down from that excitement. <laughs> just don't go wolfing down a chocolate bar because <laughs> that'll just push you over the edge. But um, yeah, I well, there's quite a few shoots that I get like that with. I do mm. like it. I done when I done my book actually. Me and the photographer, we had a model and a hairdresser, and um, we brought all the props. Because we wanted to be, because obviously there was no money. And um, so, obviously, of course, you think you can do it yourself. You don't realise how hard things are. But we'd done, like, 56 shots in a day. I mean, oh we were going hell for left and right. I was like, now we make a brand, now we're going to do this steam shot. Because I had my shot list. And I was like, we only had it for a day. So I didn't have time to muck around. I needed all these shots from my book. Um, the Saving Grace was the girl was amazing. And I could change her loads. You know, we had a towel, we had shells, we had a pillow, we had everything. I mean, I was really into that. I was like, right, come on, not, uh, finish eating because we've got loads more to do. I was like, can't you stay later? My friend was like, well, she does live over the other side of Sweden. I was like, is that far? She's like, four hours on a train. I was like, oh, God. Uh, you know, because you get into it. Um, speaking of, you wrote a book. So, yes. the, so why is it, given all your experience and your background, because it's called Eat Beautiful, right? Yeah. Why was that the book that came out of you? Because um, I like food, um, <laughs> which um, and um, and I felt a makeup book was old fashioned. Mm. There are some great makeup books that I like by Kevin O'Quan, um, which I think are the best. Uh, there's two, um, but other than that, I find them a little bit old fashioned. I think you need to see what's happening rather than drawings. Mm. Um, and you can see that on YouTube now and you can see, um, you know, on, on Instagram. So I just feel like as a, as a form of information, it's dated, mm. you know. Um, but what I do know <laughs> is that over the years... Well, I, I like drink like coconut water and stuff like that because I like it and it's good for you and it makes you feel better. But I know that food changes your mood mm -hmm. and um, food changes your skin. It's inside out beauty. If I have someone with uh, rubbish skin, I need to get it into a good place very quickly. It's like working on a dirty canvas. I need to clean it. But if you've been working on yourself from the inside, it's going to be better. It was just teaching people how to have great skin um, there are um, funny stories, of course, because I've always got them, how I've learnt certain dishes because I've lived around the world and stuff. And, um, uh, and uh, like, remedies, herbal remedies, um, like, um, all the vitamins and herbs that are good for you. And, you know, base, like basic things. What is acne? What is eczema? Just basic stuff. Like, not complicated. Just to tell you what it is and why you get it. And this is some key, just things what you could change. It's, and loads of stuff that I know that I don't probably, you know, where they go, well, what's got vitamin D? And I think, oh, hold on a minute. You know, but if I, it's like my kind of black book of knowing everything, because I go, oh, let me just look back through that. Yeah, this, 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 and this. So it's basically like a Bible, a skin Bible for everybody that wants to have beautiful skin. You, you know, the more you do, the better it will be. It's your mm. choice. People don't normally do things unless they have a problem. Mm. And I know that. Uh, it's a bit like, what do I do now? Well, you need to do this, this, and this. But it depends how much you want to do. It's not a quick fix. It's about taking a bit of a run-up to it, and that means yeah. making some changes. Yeah. I Understanding mean, what you're trying to fix. Exactly. And then I'm, I do it for the season. So I always say buy organic because it is so much better for your body. It doesn't have pesticides in it. doesn't have growth hormones in it. doesn't, you know, so... And, and basically all your skin is trying to do is just repair itself from mm. all of this crap that's going on outside. Um... But so if you buy organic, it's going to be better for you because you don't have all that and your skin's not going to worry about that. But if you buy in season, it will be cheap because mm. that's when it grows. Yeah. And there's a reason why it grows that time of year, you know, because it has the benefits for you. Like I say in winter, you know, eat like the rainbow, eat bright colours mm. because all of them things are better for your skin. There's a reason, you know, like people say, um, you know, if you grew up in Asia, you're probably your body's probably much better with rice 
than if you grew up uh, somewhere like here uh, or um, I don't know Russia or somewhere mm-hmm. where you're better at eating potatoes. That body's just better at processing it. Right. So all of them things make a difference. Even though I do like raw. <laughs> like food. So all of this experience, all this practical experience of working on shoots, making the mistakes, um, the stuff that you know about the skin and the diet and everything, you must have had brands clambering over themselves and you to work with you because a brand does love a celebrity MUA ambassador, yeah. a celebrity yeah. makeup artist ambassador. Yeah. But you have... You have started working with Max Factor. Yeah. Why Why was that the brand that stuck, stood um, out? Well, I'd always done stuff with them. I have worked with brands before, and I had a long-standing um, relationship with them for, like, 15 years. Mm. And then that changed, and I'd always done a lot of the shoots for Max Factor. So I'd always known them as a brand. Also, for me, he is the makeup of makeup artists. He made makeup. Mm. So... And I went from luxury to affordable. Mm. Now, I... Listen, I love luxury, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why, you know, we can't do something for everybody that's affordable. You know, let me try and change that perception that it's cheap and it's crappy. Well, no. Mm. I, I don't want to make it affordable and gorgeous too. Do you know, mm. so so that was um, that was my play on that, and the fact that he was the person that made makeup. He yeah. he was the makeup artist, a so, pioneer. Yeah, so if I'm going to work for anyone, it's going to be like the makeup makeup artist. <laughs> Max is back. That's when she wrote. And I was thinking about um, like we often talk about the person who wears a particular brand, like the Max Factor person or whoever it might be, and. For me growing up, Max Factor was that brand that allowed me to access Hollywood glamour yeah. with my pocket money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now that space, the high street space, is absolutely saturated with lots of brands. And obviously makeup formulations have come a long way in 20, yeah. 25, 30 years. It's gold. Um, <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess when I started thinking about this, and I know that you collaborated, I thought, I guess I always knew who the Max Factor person was. Yeah. And I wasn't sure that I knew anymore. Yeah. So it's brilliant that I can talk to you because you can yeah. tell me, who is it? I mean, it's... Um, well, the thing was, Max Factor was like the Hollywood starlet, mm. you know? It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. So you need to move with the times. You know, uh, I suppose it would be red carpet, but we need to understand who is the woman of today... So we have lots of uh, different sides of us. So what the Max Factor woman is, you can be glamorous. Mm. You can be everyday. You can be uh, sporty. You can be all of these people because makeup, we change our moods with makeup. Mm. So it needs to be fluid now. It needs to change, you know, direction. And um, it needs to be easy to use. So I suppose now... The woman is can be anyone, mm. but you know, obviously, you can focus more on the red carpet because that is the glamorous side. But yes, it needs to be functional. It needs to be the woman that goes to work. It needs to be, uh, and I suppose the way I've changed it is, I'm going to give you. You're going to be the makeup artist at home. Mm. So I'm making products that are easy for you to achieve, not for me to achieve, yeah, because yeah. I can do it anyway. But uh, <laughs> but you know, um, but for you to be your makeup artist at home, not for not for Max Factor to be it anymore. Right, and so I could do that. So it's just changing the uh, ch- changing the role and making it easy for people. Well, that's really interesting because the first uh, product that I tried from the products that you've had a figure in, <laughs> was the Miracle Second Skin Hybrid Foundation. Yeah. And instinctively, I just applied it with my fingertips. Yeah. it's got like, has it got probiotics and coconut oil or yeah. something in yeah. it? And it, because it's super soft and yeah. it does become like a second skin. Yeah. And then when I told you that, you were like, that's how I would apply yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm making it easy. Yeah. No brushes necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, the thing is with makeup, sometimes it's so traditional and people have like these set ways of doing it. Oh, no, you need to put like... You can see it on first, or you need to put an, an eye um, primer. It's rubbish. Do what you want. Do what feels right. Mm. Do how you make it feel comfortable. I, you know, I like, I made this that it's like a moisturizer. So you put it in your hand, you put like, I don't know, five peas worth. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if that exists anymore. Uh, and, you know, and then rub it together and then just really, like, push it into your skin like you would a moisturiser. That's how quick and easy yeah. it is. It should be easy and it shouldn't feel like you're wearing makeup. It shouldn't feel heavy. So it's all these sensations. It should smell nice but not over-fragranted because mm-hmm. we don't want loads of perfumes because it's another thing. It's not good for your skin. So we've got the skincare in it as well and it's light. So it just evens out the complexion while giving you that gorgeous glow just a hint you know and you can put it over your body as well legs arms and so it's not going to like you know break the bank if you decide you just want to use it like you know to do uh like to do your legs or whatever you, know, mm. you can do that a little goes a long way as well yeah, I found. yeah. I really yeah. have found it. I mean, I'm going to put that on when we do the selfie because I've got to bring any makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I said to Wendy, we must get a picture before <laughs> I leave because I'm terrible for getting halfway down the road and yeah. coming back and going, oh, sorry, can we get a picture? <laughs> and she said, oh, let me put some of my miracle skin on. <laughs> lucky, oh, lucky we've got it. Um, it really is the foundation. Foundation really is the foundation of any makeup bag, I think. Yeah, it's a loyalty product. People don't swap... Um, foundations very often mm. you know that and mascara uh they're real loyalty and and it's the kind of uh, the core of um any kind of look you want to create you know what do you want a satin look do you want a glowy look do you want a real matte look it depends on who you're gonna mm. be mm. where you're going all mm. these things factor in you know um What's your... Because we just talked about applying that with fingertips. Well, I'm more like in the hands, rubbed together, and then... I don't know if you can hear that. Sorry, I use my fingertips. (laughs) I mean, it might take a long time with the fingertips. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, uh, what was you going to say? I was going to ask about just foundation application tips in general. Do you have a preference for fingers, or do you... Is it fingers for certain formulas and brushes for others? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what... um, I mean, there's loads of different foundations that I use for work because obviously I have to figure out someone's skin. Um, sometimes I use a sponge, not very often, mm-hmm. because I prefer it to be lighter. Um, but if I want to kind of uh, a heavier coverage, I use a sponge. A brush would be a lighter coverage, and hands would be the lightest. Oh. Yeah, so that's the way I work it. And sometimes I use a brush, and then I blend it in my fingers anyway. So it's kind of a cross between the two. I sometimes feel like my skin fights foundation, like on a day when I'm feeling a bit tired, and yeah. that's when I do warm up my hands and push. Yeah. It. And even if I've applied with brushes, I'll then go in again. Yeah, because it, it, it kind of because kind of yeah, it kind of melts into your skin. It doesn't feel like it's, it. It will sit there. It will look more organic. It will mm. look real. You know. Yeah, because I took some. I was looking at my Instagram feed the other day, and I thought, oh. You look terrible in that. And it was because I think it was a day when my foundation was fighting. And, oh, I, right. and I still took the picture anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see? We all have them days. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. So that was... Uh, so you collaborated with the development um, on the foundation. Mm. Um, what other... Because it's not that's not the only one. No, because there's like a new yeah, a new way. Well, of... I'm trying to a new breed of thing. Well, I'm trying to just make it easy for everybody. And because obviously I do makeup every day, I know what um, I know what the brand um, possibly um, was lacking um, to bring it up to speed. And um, and things that I think that like new stuff, innovative stuff. There's no point in me doing something that someone else has done that you really like, right? Mm. There's no, what's the point in that? Because you're just going to buy it from them and it's just a bit like copying. Just mm. try and come out of new stuff. I mean, I've done these bronzing gel sticks um, uh, and uh, they're like um, cheek tints as well. I love these. They're super light. They're good for sport. They're good for like um, uh, beach, summer, that kind of stuff. Uh, they're very light formula and they're a hint of colour. I use these quite a lot when I'm shooting as well. And then I have done this, but we don't have it with us, which is my genius new eyeshadows. Um, they're quads and they're um, obviously I created the colours that are really like what I feel are the most used colours. Um, How many are there? How many quads? Uh, four, even though I wanted to do more. Um, <laughs> and. Um, and basically, you can just apply it with your finger. There is no, you don't need brushes and you can't make a mistake. 
Um, unless you've got like giant poor hands or something. I don't know. You can't, you just can't. Right. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about them. The texture's really different. It's not powdery. You know, I just, I can't wait for them to come out because I know that is going to be the best seller. That and my, and my miracle skin for sure. The gels, um, I feel like. Some people love them and other people won't feel like, oh, don't, don't, that doesn't really do anything. But um, eyeshadows and and and, um, and the uh, foundation, for sure, for me. Those textures, the gel texture, the yeah. blush, sometimes you can think that's not going to last, but actually they've got real staying power yeah. without I mean, I being... Without being difficult to work with, yeah, and that they I'm ta- by the way, I'm taking that bronzer, <laughs> yeah, other <laughs> that because it doesn't fall into the pores, that's what I like, so it doesn't look like you're wearing makeup, gorgeous, yeah, that's kind of what yeah. we're all trying to make it look like, yeah, isn't exactly. it? That we're actually naturally beautiful, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see who you are, I think you know, it's interesting, uh. Um, you know, I like I like seeing people's faces that are different. Mm. I don't want them all to look the same. Boring. Yeah. I will never. I don't, also, I don't remember you. Do you know what I mean? If you all start looking like the same thing, which happens, yeah. um, I don't remember who you are. Yeah. You know, I like I, I like people. Character. That are yes, it's really important. Well, what's really nice, I think, is that I, if I was had. My, if I was, if I had my beauty journalist hat on yeah. and somebody said to me, describe Max Factor in like three words or something. One of the words I would use is heritage. Yeah, for sure. But I would having this conversation with you and also because I've been very lucky to test these new products now, I understand that actually it's her- it's, it's still heritage, but it's just been brought up to date. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, we can't knock the fact that he was the guy that made makeup. He, mm, the pan stick, right? Yeah. It, um, everything from mascara, everything. When we went to his factory, um, not factory. Well, I suppose it was a factory in the end. His makeup place in Hollywood. It's amazing, mm. you know. Um, obviously, it's probably quite toxic now, that stuff. But, um, but, um, but yeah, it was he made makeup for mm. people for films, you know. He was the creator of makeup. So, yeah, and he's got this heritage, and it's just really amazing to be following in someone's footsteps that actually created all this stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, so I think that's great, but it needs to be it needs to be updated because the world has changed mm. and um, our needs are different. Yeah, our needs are different, you know, and uh, and different, you know. It's not just women that wear makeup; guys wear makeup too, um, you know. And there's options there for everyone. It's just being kind of opening up everything and making it easy actually i have um quite a few male friends yeah that would like that who would yeah. love yeah. the second skin and also the bronzing sticks yeah you see that's for everybody yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because it doesn't look like makeup mm. it just look, makes you look great mm. you know right to end because oh. we could natter on all yeah. day but for the benefit of my most excellent listeners yeah i wondered if you had a list of the three things <gasps> The three products, and we don't have to mention brands or anything, but yeah. like just the three products that you think everyone should have in their makeup bag. Mascara, mm-hmm. concealer, and contour. Oh. Yeah. Actually, yep, yep, yep. Because I could do a lot with that. Oh. So for you, that's like, upon that you can build anything. Yeah, I can do it. I can do a lot of things. Um, concealer I could use as a, as a foundation. Yeah. Mascara, I, there's no option. I have to, you know, um, a, and a contour would be. Um, I could do eyes. You know, the jawline's a big thing for me. Um, um, and you can do cheeks, and I could do a slight lip line with that as well. Oh, you see, yeah, there's quite a few things I can do with that. I could even, I could even make that like a hint of uh, bronze. bronze. If you know, if you know, yeah. I mean, I I would use that. I wasn't bit. expecting contour. I love that. I have been surprised because I because I, I would not call it contour. I would call it a sculpt. Yeah, you know, because I'm just that's. Um, because you can just enhance the face, change it slightly. I always think whenever I talk to makeup artists and they talk to me about faces, 
it's as if they don't see the face. It's as, they, obviously they see the face, yeah. <laughs> but it's as if they see the architecture yeah. and then they work on that. So it's like they, when they look at you, they're seeing the blueprint of your face, yeah. not what, yeah, not your face face. Yeah, yeah. And they can understand how to make like scaffold that cheekbone yeah, a little bit. Yeah, lift that up yeah. a bit. I mean, yeah. listen, like I work with some of the beautifulest people in the world and I can find things that I can improve or just make him, I suppose, not improve, that's probably bad. Magnify, word. amplify. Uh, um, oh, no, I had the word. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Blown it for me. Um, uh, no, uh, that I can, um, I, because no one's face is symmetrical, so I can kind of make it as symmetrical as, you know, I, I can try and make it as symmetrical as I can, um, which you probably won't see on first looking at someone because they move as well so it's mm. very hard to pin it down but when you've got someone in front of you you can go mm, that eyebrow's a little bit lower that I need to be lifted the side of that mouth is you know I can you know listen no one's no one's symmetrical Chrissy Turnington's probably the yeah, newest yeah. person then. and I also just to say uh, not because asymmetry is bad, but just because the eye is naturally drawn towards symmetry. Yeah. So for a, for the purposes of a shoot yeah. or someone going in front of a camera to yeah. try and make their face as symmetrical as possible makes them look yeah draws the eye to them. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, also they're still. Mm. So you never really look at that per at that person at that angle for that long. Or you got you can't you can't do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they're always moving. So you would never really notice so much. But on a photograph. You can see everything. Mm. I mean, I see things when I'm filming on me that when I look in the mirror, I don't see. Mm. But then I look at it on the film and I think, oh, that side of my face is a little bit fucked. <laughs> I need to do that. And it, you know, it's just stuff. It's just the, what, what I'm used to looking at. Um, so, uh, yeah, no one's perfect. So good luck to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Mascara, concealer and sculpture. Yeah. I like that. Thank you so yeah. much. Now, listeners, obviously everything that we have discussed, the Max Factor product, your book, any other links to those courses as well for anyone who's interested will be in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you're streaming and downloading this episode. But Wendy Rowe, what a pleasure. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And please come back soon. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, please do email me on thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I am at Emma Guns. Or if you want to speak to me and thousands of other listeners to this podcast, why not join the Facebook group? The link to join can be found in the show notes, which are wherever it is that you are currently listening to, streaming or downloading this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.